We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it take us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing Our bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch how we shine Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our responses be prime Our bases covered, Woo. Yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go So do grab a seat Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show All bases covered, my brothers, yeah, you know Welcome to the All Bases Covered Podcast We are here on another Friday Getting ready to bring the heat How how we doing, boys? Joe, Josh, Sam, what's going on, guys? Another Friday Yeah Joe's there on time. Woohoo! <laughs> Out of boy, Joe Joe. I like being at the Bengals game a little late yesterday. Couldn't find parking. Oh, wow. Man, I, yeah. I hear crickets from Joe's side. Is he even on? I, I do. This is, this is what we hear from Joe. <laughs> an opportunity to hate on a diverse array of mock-ass mocks, trick-ass mocks, punk bitches and skip-scaps, skanks and scallywags, hoes, heifers, hee-haws, and hula hoops. <laughs> I went a little too long. <laughs> yeah, I might have to cut that one. I might have to cut that one off, man. But yeah, well, that's why I think. Oh Lord, man, we are here. It's Friday, dude. We got we got a lot to talk about today. We get we got a lot to discuss. But you know what? We got to get out of the way first. We got to draw the helmets first to see uh, if on Monday who's spinning the wheel of death. If, if I'm Let's if I'm in for fourth week in a row, I'm I'm, I'm going to call bullshit. I'm calling bullshit if I'm in for four weeks in a row. This is getting ridiculous. No, but let me rephrase. Let I got to You're going to call bullshit on yourself because you're the one drawing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's all right. So, Joe, uh, we're not changing the rules. So, if you don't like who you draw, you can put the helmet back and pick another team. My slime, my slime bet or my slime punishment will be paid off probably next week, and I've ordered the slime. So, I got a lot of it coming. It's it's gonna equal out to with the water probably almost five gallons of slime that's gonna be dumped on me. So Damn. <laughs> I I'm FaceTiming Joe, so there's no so everything's on the up and up. No shenanigans. No shenanigans. Let us know what Joe Joe's wearing tonight. Uh you know he's not, he's shirtless like he's he's getting ready to shoot a porno. <laughs> oh dear God! All right, who wants to go? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Is that you, Sam? You said you'll That's go. Perfect. First? All right. Sam said it first. Ooh, the Titans! Hold on, I gotta draw the line. I gotta get the lines up here and see who they're facing and what the line is. Give me two seconds there. All right, the Titans are playing the Indianapolis Colts on the road, and the Colts are three and a half point favorites. Oh, you want to put it back? I want to put it back. You want to put it back? Yep. Okay. All right. Here comes the Jets, all dressed in oh, green and white. Cleveland Browns. The Browns. You got the Cleveland Browns, Sam, and they are one-point road favorites against the Atlanta Falcons. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, I mean, that's a good thing because all you got to do is take a field goal to win it, and you're you're good. I mean, these guys just lost the Jets, bro. (laughs) That's true. That is true. All right. (laughs) Who's going next, Joe or Josh? Josh go. All right. I'll go. Oh, the Chicago Bears. 
Bears are three-point dogs to the New York Giants. Do you want to put it back put or keep back. it? No, put, put it, it back. back. All right. Josh, you draw the New Orleans Saints. Yes! Who are three-point dogs at home to the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, God. Shit. All right. All right. I need the Saints to win. Ooh, Arizona Cardinals for for Joe. They are one-point dogs on the road to the Carolina Panthers. Do you want to keep the Cardinals or do you want to put it back? All right. Josh, keep the Cardinals. All right, my turn. I have drawn the Buffalo Bills. Jackass. Wait, are they playing? I don't think they're playing. I think I got to put it back. Oh, no, they are. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. They, yeah, they no. play Baltimore, bro. They play Baltimore. They're three point dogs on the three point favorites on the road to Baltimore. So I'm going to keep the Bills. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It's a tough game, though. You but, better, you better right. hope they don't beat the crap out of the Bills like they should have done with the Dolphins. Yeah, I know. I hear you. <laughs> All right, let me put, <laughs> let me record this now. So let's see. Joe has the Saints. No, no, no. Josh has no. the Saints. I have the Cardinals. And Sam Cardinals. has the Browns. Yeah. Okay. So, Joe's got the Cardinals, who are one-point dogs. Underdogs. Dude, the Josh, Rams. Josh has got oh, the man, Saints. Oh, man, you kept that one? I don't know if I would have kept that one. What's that? Which one? Nothing. Which one? Nothing. The Cardinals one, Josh? Yeah, I don't know if I would have kept that one. So, it wasn't so that- let me get you straight. You're going to bitch at me if I keep it. You're going to bitch at me if I switch to a different team. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm allowed to bitch, bitch. God almighty. Josh, you got the same two have failed to cover <laughs> in three weeks. Oh, I know. I, hey, I got your team. I'm just uh, hoping I, I can have some magic with them. All right, so they're three point, three point underdogs. Sam, I brought this up. I want to do this as a punishment, but it only works if all four of us get lose. And I don't don't feel comfortable with a punish punishment where the four of us have to lose. Lou, there's there's four guys. That's not. I I don't like where this is going. Someone's going skiing, bro. The punishment for all of us is if all four of us lose, we have to recreate the Death Row Records uh, cover shoot where they're wearing black turtlenecks and gold chains. Nah, I think the, the the moment that you put more than two on it, it gets kind of convoluted. But but the original cover had Tupac, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Sug Knight. I don't know. I make it two and find two other guys. <laughs> oh no, I think that's a pretty good punishment for all of us. All right, to recap, Joe's got the Cardinals; they're plus one. Sam's got the Browns; they're minus one. So those are pretty good because basically, Sam, all you need is the Browns to win because you can't win by less than one point. So even if they win by one point, it's a push, and you're safe. And yeah, but how much faith should I really put into the Browns, bro? I know, that's true. But at least they're playing They're playing the Atlanta Falcons who aren't very good. So yeah. I uh, feel like we got it. Not terrible. Well, Lou, you're, you've got a pretty safe bet because, I mean, the Ravens' defense is not that good this year. Or at least yeah, they have well, I would – Impressive. I feel a little bit better because Buffalo lost to Miami, and I feel like they're going to be kind of coming out playing pissed. Yeah, they lost. I, I can see that. 
So we'll see. But this is, I mean, I've had, I, I've had the, I, I've lost three weeks in a row. So I've had the Patriots once and the Saints, Saints twice. And I've been in the wheel of death. So hopefully, big bucks, no whammies. Let's go, Bills. Let's uh, hopefully. Now, wouldn't it be fucking fantastic if none of us had to spin the wheel on Monday? I think that would be fucking glorious. But I, I feel like the odds of that happening is slim. To none. Yeah, slim to none. Yep. Uh, all right, guys. So yesterday, big game, Bengals 1-2, and two, uh, the Dolphins 3-0. and oh. Bengals were kind of in a must-win situation. If they fall, it drops them to one and three, and they're, then they're like two games out of first place uh, and really needed to make up a lot of ground, and their schedule doesn't get much easier in the second half. So the Bengals were kind of looking at a, a very must-win game against the Dolphins, and they pulled through. Uh there's a lot of things I like about the Bengals right now, but there's a lot that I don't. The play, the offensive play calling concerns me a lot. Now, is guys, is Zach Taylor calling the plays, or is Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator, calling the plays? I mean, I, I don't know, but that play calling has been fucking atrocious. Like, you're fourth and one. Hey, let me throw the ball back four yards and try to fucking run it to the side. No. It's four yeah, I also think – uh, I mean, sorry to cut you off, Mike, Josh, but, like, uh, you look at Mixon's stats, you know, the first through the first three games, he's got a ton of carries and not a lot to show for it. Touchdown. Uh-oh. Yeah, he got a touchdown. But he still – like, look at his numbers from last night. It was, like, 24 carries for, like, maybe 70 yards. No, he had 62 yards. On oh, whatever it is. Yeah, well, he averaged, like, two and a half, three yards a carry yesterday. So they can't get the run going, which is what what allowed Jamar Chase and Higgins and, and Boyd and all those guys to go off last year. They're not they don't have the same formula working this year. No, I mean, last year Mason wasn't running the ball that good. I mean that O no. line was a. No, I think last year I think he but, still only averaged like three point five yards a carry. Yeah, it was something not that good. But Josh, to your point, that that. That halfback toss, dude, you were in field goal range. Why not take three points there? It was still early in the game. It was still super early in the game. I don't know why you don't take the points there. And if you are going to go for it on fourth and one, don't fucking run a toss or a sweep play. Fucking – Or I got Or if you want to play – play action that and then let Burrow take his legs and bootleg it out for a yard. You know, fake the sweep and then turn and reverse and go the other direction. You know? But you that do, was just Or you do exactly what the fucking goat does. He puts the ball in his hands and he fucking goes right up the middle. Quarterback sneak that That's shit true. for a fucking yard. It's not yeah. that hard. If Brady can consistently I... do it over twenty years, our fucking line can get one fucking yard with a quarterback sneak. Yeah, I rather I rather uh, see him thing. fail at the the quarterback sneak than halfback toss at three yards just to get stopped two yards shy yeah. of a first down. Yeah. So, so uh, on explosive explosive pass rate, okay, for explosive pass plays, okay, do you know where the Bengals currently rank on that? Uh, 27th. Not quite. They're 20th. They're 20th. And explode. So that's something that is kind of that's missing right now. And do you care to venture where they're at an explosive run rate? <laughs> 31st. Ooh. 28th. That was pretty close. So. This is – the Bengals are – their offense is missing those big plays right now. They're missing Jamar Chase taking a 10-yard slant and going 60 yards for the play. I think they'll get there. I do think the offensive line is still gelling and figuring it out. They've looked a lot better the last two games against the Saints and Dolphins than they did against the Steelers and Cowboys, right? And the Dolphins' defense – 
Dolphins defense is no joke. Like, we can say, okay, well, one of the games was against the Jets, who are not quite there yet. Uh, but the Dolphins just held the Bills to 19 points. So that that defense is no joke. The the the, the Miami defense is, is pretty good and can get after the quarterback. So, but I I just I don't know, man. The the next stretch of games for the Bengals is going to be incredibly crucial. Uh, you got the Ravens are up next for Cincinnati next Sunday, so they got some time to get healthy. They got 10 days, but then after the Ravens. You know, you got you're at New Orleans, then you got Atlanta at Cleveland, Carolina. So I would say if you can roll off these next, you can win five in a row here and be sitting at seven and two going into the bye. I think you're doing pretty good. I mean, I think at least with these next five games, you got to win four. You can't you can't go three and two against Carolina. Cleveland, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Baltimore. I think you got to go at least four and one. If you're sitting at six and three going into the bye, you still got a shot. Because, I mean, yeah, you play Cleveland again. You got to play at New England, who's not very good this year. You got to play Baltimore again. You got to play at Tennessee. You get shot at Pittsburgh. You know, Kansas City and Buffalo are going to be tough games, but they're at home at least. And then going to Tampa Bay is a tough game. So, I don't know, though. It's looking like to me, I think. I think the Bengals are probably at best an eleven and sixteen this year. Maybe they go ten and seven again. I think they can possibly get to eleven and six this year, though. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, I think the second second half of the, the season is really gonna really tell if this Bengals team's legit. Um, I mean, they went on that run. It seemed like last year it took them about four weeks, five weeks to to get going, and then they when they got going, it was nonstop. It was it was a really good team. Uh, hopefully that's kind of how the offense is going to go this year. Yeah. But you also look at last year is there was also the play calling sucked at the beginning of the year. It was scripted. Yeah. It just seemed like it was a good team. Then the the team had a meeting about it, and then after that things changed. So hopefully you're right. And you saw last year, Jacksonville on a Thursday night, we barely beat a bad Jacksonville Jaguar squad. We looked terrible against the bears. Then we had the debacle against the Packers, which reminded me a lot of that Steelers game in the first game of this season, where we had like four opportunities to beat the Packers and nobody wanted to kick a winning field goal against the, you know, against green Bay before they finally, well, green Bay missed them too. So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, uh, we you know that final stretch of games after the bye, we we got blown out by the Chargers. We lost in overtime to the San Francisco Forty ers but we we handled the Steelers. We beat Denver at Denver. We beat Baltimore handily. We beat Kansas City, and we lost to Cleveland when we benched our starters in the very last game. So you're right. This could just be another example. Of the, I mean, the Bengals started off three and two last year, and then they were sitting at uh, five and two before dropping back-to-back games to the Jets and the Browns, and we're five and four entering the bye. And then after the bye, you know, we go, um, we go five and three. So we were sitting at ten and you know ten and seven. So could be a similar run this year where we we start off a little slow, the offense looks a little shaky, and then you know kick it into high gear. Ah, speaking of looking shaky, Tua, we all saw against Buffalo, Miami can say it wasn't a concussion, it was his back that was bothering him, but his head hit the turf, he got up wobbly, plays on Thursday night, takes a big hit where, you know, it wasn't a dirty play by the Bengals by any stretch of the imagination. Um, The way he was kind of flung down, uh, the force, he hit his head real good. Uh, and then he was clearly having a, you know, uh, an episode, uh, neurologically because you saw his hands. They were like, Clinton, like they were, uh, I don't know what, Sam, what do you, what do you call that? What his hands were doing, uh, yesterday, last night? Like how they locked up, right? Uh, yeah. it's like, uh, it's, it, there's a connection to the brain when your brain gets hit, uh, with enough force, your, your, your extremities, your nerves, I have to look up the name too. Okay. Uh, but it, yeah, you basically what you were saying is that 
his you could see how they kind of uh they look like uh they belong in a horror movie, right? Right, yeah. You know, like seized up. Harry. It was yeah, yeah, it being at the that. game I I was in the end zone area and I, I couldn't see it. I didn't know what was going on. I um uh, at first I didn't know it was Tua until um uh, they're like, No, it's Tua, it's Tua and as soon as I yeah. I heard that I'm like, Fuck. He he had to hit his head. Um, this is easily a concussion. And then I started seeing uh, photos that were uh, somebody was on Amazon Prime and they showed the the fingers locked up. I'm like, damn, that's not good at all. This cat should have never yeah. fucking been playing in this game. I mean, you you, I mean, what what is the NFL? I mean, you, you preach. Player safety, player safety. You come out these new helmets. We all know he had a concussion uh, at the Buffalo game. Why is he even playing in this game? You're three. You're three and zero. Oh. Take yeah. him out. Take the L if you have to. You know. You never know. Teddy Bridgewater could have won that game. It was a very winnable game for Miami. Um, they took the L. Take it. You're three and one still. Let the kid rest. Then he's got another ten days. Yeah. So he almost have two weeks off without playing. I mean, that gives him enough time to rest and and recover. So you think? I mean, I hope his career's next... not done. Yeah, yeah that, that's one of those hits, man. Where like you can see Wes Welker, uh, Amendola, the guys that used to get concussed back in the day. They it, it could take like four or five weeks to get back from something like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's going to be two concussions in a week. I mean, that's not that's not safe at all. No, I, and, uh, and it reminds me of like Jordan Reed a lot. You know, he's had taught so many concussions, dude. He has. He has. Oh yeah. Jordan Reed. That's why Luke Keekley retired at a young age. But, you know, I I don't know. I I feel bad for Tua. I feel like he was starting to get into a rhythm. Finally, this year he finally had talent around him. He had a coach that seems. I I I'm a little bit surprised at how good Mike McDaniel has been. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really have high hopes for him when the Dolphins hired him, but he looks to be the real deal uh, so far. So we'll see. But yeah, if they got it, let's say Teddy Bridgewater has got to be the quarterback for the next four games. Like let's let's look at the Dolphins' schedule for the next four games because I tell I'll tell you what, I T- Teddy Bridgewater is what he is. He's a game manager at this point. They got the Jets, the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Lions, so not exactly a murderer's row. So I feel like the Dolphins, I, if I'm the Dolphins, and I'm like, all right, we got to go to the Jets. Even with Teddy Bridgewater, that's a, that's a winnable game. It's, it's, a, it's not going to be an easy game, but it's a winnable game. Minnesota is winnable with Teddy Bridgewater. The Steelers are definitely winnable with Teddy Bridgewater. And then – you got at Lions and at the Bears, I, I think, and then you got the Browns. So, you know, before your bye, if I'm if I'm the Dolphins, I'm like, all right, let's see how he looks. Let's see how Tua looks on, uh, you know, after the Vikings game. Let's let's roll with Teddy Bridgewater for the Jets and Vikings, and then we'll see on October 23rd how he's feeling, and then we we can throw him back out there for Minnesota because at least you got to feel like with the Jets and Vikings you can split that. You know, and if you're sitting at four and two, you're still in good shape. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd rush him back. I mean, dude, they shouldn't have even played him Thursday, right? So like, who knows? They may if he clears concussion protocol, they may ask him to play the next week. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, I, which is I absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I think that would be a tragedy to have him play next week. I think he'd be better off just sitting for a little bit. No, I, I think so. the NFL's getting a bunch of slack on it right now anyway. I think there's a lot of these players that are coming out and said he should never have been playing. All these analysts are, are saying he should never have been playing. So I think the NFL is going to catch some slack on it. Okay. And rightfully so. All right. Uh, I want to I play GM mode here for Joe and Joe and Josh. You guys have a little bit more skin in the game than Sam does for the Bengals. Uh, as we're all big fans. But Higgins has a contract coming up. You know you got to pay Jamar Chase. So if you are the GM of the Bengals, because I know what I would do. I personally know what I would do, but I'm going to ask you guys. Would you pay both Higgins and Jamar Chase? Can I ask you a question before you before either one answers? Sure. <laughs> 
Why why are you guys discussing Chase now? He's a first round contract. He isn't he has five years with, with the team. Because with these receivers they're all wanting to get paid extensions earlier and earlier. Oh, screw that. Lick my nuts, bro. Justin Jefferson was getting paid, you know, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter, bro. He needs to wait. I would say pay Higgins so you have money to eventually pay Chase, right? What I'm saying, though, Sam, is eventually you got to pay because they were both drafted one year after the other one. So Higgins was drafted and Chase was drafted. So regardless, if you pay Higgins, eventually you're going to have to pay Chase, too. So what I'm asking is well, the, pay the nice both thing of with, with Higgins is you got the – pro, the problem with Higgins is you got – Two years. He's only got a four-year contract, so he's yeah. going to be up uh, what next next year. Then you got Burrow, and then you got Chase. So you got three players you're going to have to pay. Uh, and on top of that, then you you're going to look for defensive ends again because Trey Hendrickson. I think he's only got, signed for two years or three years. Yeah. So. So what? But, I mean, we yeah you. Are you paying both Higgins and Chase? You can't afford it. I mean, Chase or Higgins is going to want big time money. I mean, sure. You look at the beginning right now. He's he's the Bengals' really? primary he's want big time money. Chase. Higgins is going to want big time money. At least eighteen million. Oh, I guarantee it. At least seventeen. Really? I think he's more of a Hunter Renfro type of contract, man. No, dude. Come on. No. On. He's better than Renfro. What's that? I said he's def- he's way better than Renfro. Yeah. Like Higgins has, you know, he's been in the league now for this is his third year. His rookie year, he caught 67 balls for 908 yards, six touchdowns. Last year, he caught 74 balls for 1,091 yards, six touchdowns. I mean, that's like. You know, and he's not the number. He wasn't and, the number and he one missed, what, four games? He missed three games last year. And he, uh, yeah, three yeah, he missed three. Yeah, but nothing screams $18 million from those numbers, man, a year. But you gotta, you got to think, though. I mean, Terry McLaurin and A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, let's look at his stats. He just got paid a bag, right? Yeah, but A.J. Brown's had double-digit touchdowns. He had double-digit touchdowns once. And he was the number one option. That, and that was in 2020. He scored 11 touchdowns. And last year, he caught 63 balls for 869 yards and five touchdowns. His rookie year, he caught 52 balls for 1,051 yards and eight touchdowns. And, and then 2020, he had the 70 catch, 1,075-yard, 11-touchdown season. And then last year, he didn't do much. And so far for Philly this year, he's doing pretty good. He's got 20 catches for 309 yards of a touchdown. Those are good numbers. And you got to remember, T. Higgins is not the number one option. He was the number one option, I guess, maybe as a rookie, but I don't even know if he counted as number one option. And then Jamar Chase was the number one option. So his numbers you're, are like you're gonna, cap type, type numbers. And you're going to remember, that? he could probably go to another team and be that number one. That's what his mindset is going to be. Could. He has to, yeah. If you put T. Higgins on the Packers right now, he's catching. He's putting up Devontae Adams type type numbers. He's putting up. I don't know about all that, man. Get out of here, <laughs> Devontae Adams type of number. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm dead serious. If you put him on Green Bay right now, I bet you he'd have 95 catches for 1,100 yards and 12 touchdowns. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So I I don't know. We'll see. He's gonna. If I'm the GM, though, I'm not paying both guys as much as I would love to. I, I you can't name me. You cannot name me a Super Bowl winning team that had two guys in their prime that were both All Pro Pro Bowl wide receivers. Now your best option is to say, okay. Tampa Bay, when they won it a couple of years ago against Kansas City, had Godwin and Mike Evans and Gronk. Fine, I'll give you that. But Godwin was on a rookie. Godwin's on a rookie contract still. Mike Evans has been in the league for a little while, and Gronk, you know, Gronk was nearly out, nearly out of his prime. You know, he, he retired two years later. So I would give you Tampa Bay, but the way that kind of came together is not how most teams are built. They had a receiver in Godwin that was on a rookie rookie deal. 
and then they were able to bring together Gronk and Mike Evans. So, but if you look at all the Super Bowl champions the last 25 years, none of them have two badass receivers. Did, did uh, the year that Peyton won was Decker and, and uh, Demaryius Thomas both Pro Bowlers that year? Uh, what year was that? 2015 that the Broncos uh, won. Yeah, the... maybe take a look because both of them were in their 20s and they were pretty decent. They both caught for a thousand, went for a thousand yards. I don't think Decker was on that team. Yeah, Broncos, I think he. I, no, he he definitely was, dude. Double check. Uh, I'm double checking right now. The the receivers were it wasn't uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, and Demarius Thomas. Decker was not on that okay. team. He was on the Jets by then. Well, what about what about the Indy team with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne? No, when they won the Super Bowl, I don't think Marvin Harrison was on that team. I thought it was just Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Okay. Let's take. Let's, what year was that that they beat? Who they beat? The Bears. Yeah, it was like '06. I think. The Bears. Let's take a look. This should be Joe's job, producer. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is he doing? He's it sounded like, like he said super producer. <laughs> All right, super so masturbator. Let's see. The Colts, I'm looking at I'm trying to find their fucking roster here uh, to see here. They did have Harrison, and they did have Reggie Wayne, but that was what year that was what year was that that they won the Super Bowl 2006? Reggie Wayne was drafted. In the year, okay, so, all right, that's one of the outliers, the Colts. They had Marvin Harrison and Reggie White. I mean, the, the Rams also had uh, right. the greatest show on, on, on turf, right? But yeah, those guys had... yeah, since the year 2001, okay. so within the last 20-plus years. Because, yeah, I mean, you can point to some of those 49ers teams, the, the, you know, Cowboys yeah. teams. Taylor and Rice well, are both also, in their you prime. You also got to remember, you yeah. got the St. Louis, the St. Louis Rams with Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce. Yeah, that's what Sam just said. But I was talking about yeah. that, that. They they won in 1999. I was talking about more oh, since okay. the year 2000. Yeah, they since, okay. since more like year 2000. Maybe you could find one or two outlier teams that that had that, but usually it, they don't have two Pro Bowl wide receivers. You know, go for the ball because there's direct. Yeah. So when it's well, you you got to pay offensive line, quarterbacks, cornerbacks, defensive line. Like you just there's too much uh, money that needs to be spread around. So it's I don't know. We'll see. But if I if I was the Bengals, I would sign Chase. I would draft another receiver. They've had pretty good luck drafting receivers. They drafted Higgins. They drafted Tyler Boyd. They drafted Chase. I think if well, you spend I mean, another first. Go ahead. Like I said before in an earlier podcast, it's these receivers are diamond dozen anymore. A lot of these guys, they're coming out as number ones and ready to play. Like it's it's yeah. amazing. Yes, you're going to get your bust in there, but still, there's <clears throat> these receivers are legit now. Hey, hey uh, um, Mike, what about like uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, Packers team that had like Jody Nelson, Randall Cobb? They, or they is that not? Not good enough. They weren't really like Pro Bowl, <laughs> Pro Bowl at that time. Like one one guy was a Pro Bowl, the other guy was like just a pretty good receiver. I'd have to look at that. And but but they didn't win a Super Bowl. They won a Super Bowl in two thousand and what year? Ten? Nine. Two thousand and nine. Yeah, nine or ten, whatever it was. Yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't even think Cobb was there. Two thousand and. Uh, let's see. He won in 2010 season. So let's see, 2010 Packers. They were had the so Brandon Jackson. Wow, Brandon Jackson was a big rusher that year. Whew. And their leading receivers. Uh. So their best receiver was Greg Jennings that season. Oh, they still had oh, that. that was they still had Jordy Nelson. So you could even you, you could even do. They had Driver Jennings and and Nelson. But Jordy Nelson, yeah, Jordy Nelson, I think was a rookie that year. Mm. And he only played in. He only started four games. 
Jordy mm. Nelson. So they had James Jones, they had Donald Driver, they had Greg Jennings. I, I, but Donald Driver was not a pro bowler that year. Neither was James Jones. And Jordy Nelson was a rookie. He only played in four games. So yeah, I guess Greg Jennings was the only guy. He had like 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right, guys. Uh, moving on, we got about 25 minutes left. Uh, let's preview some college football. Actually, no. Can we uh, can we make a little fun of our president? By the way, before before we talk college football, can we just just talk about how fucking what a fucking space cadet he is? Uh, dude, that's because he's not there half that, the time. Sam, where he's at? Yeah, yeah I did. At, he's at the white. Like he's he asked if a fucking congresswoman Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? As he looked around the crowd, and he's like, I didn't think she was. She was. She wasn't going to be here to help. You know, and then she's like, I thought she was going to be here, but she's not. And she died in August. Fucking Whatever he's smoking on, he needs to pass it my way. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think he's smoking on anything. I think he's just fucking old and senile. Dude, right I think he's been smoking point. a lot of marijuana lately, too, because, I mean. That's what I think. I'm uh, telling you, I could tell by the look in his eyes, man. They're glazed. He's looking for a glazed donut right after the speech. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the marijuana effects on 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 that president, I, I think, is very bad. So maybe marijuana is not a very good thing for this country. You take that back. Dude, come on. You paranoid. You can gain weight. I don't know. I don't know. As a president, yeah, you should be smoking weed. That's tried the bottom to, line. Uh, I tried the edibles the other day, dude. And, dude, they're fucking horrible. And? They fucking taste oh, like shit. You had a bad experience, didn't you? Dude, what, I mean, it, I, I don't even know what to tell you, dude. I got so fucking fucked up. It made me so sick. I don't see how people can do edibles. I don't see how they can smoke weed. I mean, it, it, it's fucking <laughs> horrible. I mean, I was, I was looking at some of the So hold on, things. let me ask you a question. What was your dosage? What was your dosage that you took? Uh, like I had a, I don't know what the dosage was. It was a, it was a cookie that my aunt See, that's gave your me. Problem. Like, that's, that's your problem. That's, that's the problem, Josh. You need to know what the well, dosage I only, is. Well, I, I didn't eat the full cookie. I only, I only had like, uh, it was like a star. So I only took one of the star pieces and that's what I ate. Um, and then I would have a thousand milligrams in it, Josh, and that one star could have been 200. You have to know how many milligrams is in, is in there because how, how it works is that, However long it takes your body to break that down, that's how long you're high for, bro. I mean, I, I get that, but, I, I mean, I was re- just reading a bunch of stuff, like marijuana is worse than cigarettes. I well, mean. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, you got to be factual, okay? I mean, you got to understand that, you know, very small a percentage of people like get the like the days that confuse like wow man like you know so I'm actually reading that um, instead of relaxation and uh, euphoria most people actually experience uh, anxiety fear distrust and panic um, and. may experience acute psychosis. I mean, really? Holy shit. Uh, what are you talking about? Like psychosis? No, bro, what the fuck no, are you talking bro, about? No, man. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I mean, no. that's what it says. I'm no, looking on the uh, National You need to start looking at the studies that actually count. Anyway, let's, we completely drifted. College football. Mike, go ahead. Yeah. I was enjoying this conversation, though. I thought this was leading now, hold on. to a really yeah, good... Just, I am on the National Institute of Drug, uh, of Drug Abuse. It is literally saying right here. So, I mean... Dude, look, first, first and me. foremost, double-check, double first your sources that you're looking up. It's not just the sources, man. You have to see who funds these sources, first and so, foremost. So and I, the I never said marijuana and edibles is for everyone. It really is. Some people can handle it, some people can't. They're the National Institute of 
drug abuse is not a viable source for marijuana hey. being actually a bad thing. Well, I mean, marijuana is the gateway drug to harder drugs. So right. I mean, is, is that, I mean, that's where it well, kind well, of starts and you start getting it, into heroin and, well, and it's highly meth addictive. and all that stuff. It's highly addictive. And then you got, you know, all all these people who give this misconception of, you know, oh, it's it's not that bad for you. It really doesn't have that much effect, which are it's false information. It is nothing but false information being passed out there. I think this is just another way for the government to make more money off of the fucking American people. I don't, I don't think weed's good for anybody. I mean, it's, they say it's medicinal, but is it really? I think it's just more of uh, the government trying to get more money out of us. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, most people smoke marijuana uh, really don't do much shit. So, well, they do I mean, it to, to abuse a drug. Is is this the government's way of, like, I mean, didn't they introduce cocaine into black neighborhoods? Like, this marijuana is the way to, you know, get a bunch of lazy white people to just walk around and stone. Yeah, and get I thought fat. it was mostly black people that were smoking marijuana. I mean, isn't that like the... The, the drug choice of the NBA? No, the drug choice of the NBA is hookers. Sam's oh. <laughs> so quiet right now. No, no, Mike, I know you're going fishing, bro. It's okay. <laughs> I know, I know, I know all three of you went fishing. God. And uh, it's okay. Damn it! He found us! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I knew it! I knew! I knew it. I knew we wouldn't be able to get him. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I thought maybe if y'all say he would get fucking fired up and start and start getting pissed off. And then he fucking knew it. It was like I feel like he was listening and he was like, You guys are fucking stupid and then he saw it like keep going with it and then he's like, Oh, I know what they're fucking doing and then he just Oh no no, you know what it was? It was actually it was the fact that you guys didn't stop. If you guys stop to give me a chance to retort back, then that would be great. Maybe you could continue fishing. But I was like, these guys are rambling. So, I mean, I, I mean, you're definitely putting that bait out there. God damn it. God <laughs> fucking damn it. <laughs> All right. Uh, good uh, good try, though, guys. Good try. You found a soft spot. I'll tell you that much. I that knew was... it. That's what I told Josh. That's what I told Josh yesterday. Was that he's like, if there's one thing, there's one thing we can get him on, it's, it's fucking marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Get, getting back, to, getting back to quit fucking with people. Uh, did you guys see this too? Speaking of uh, politics, that uh, our Speaker of the House what claimed immigrants need to stay in Florida to pick the crops down here. Huh? What's yeah, that sound no, like? I, that. I, I, I did not see oh. that. Josh. Yeah. Who said crazy. that? Yeah, she was like, Nancy she was like, Pelosi claimed that Floridian farmers need illegal immigrants to stay in their state and pick the crops. Uh, <laughs> Let's vote for her, baby. I mean, to be fair, America was built on the back of illegal immigrants. So, with just forced labor with no, I, I just think that America likes being like a, like a walking talking circus like the last couple of years. Everyone just looks <laughs> well, at us like clowns. Lou, I will yeah. I will tell you you're, you know, you talk about it being built on the you know back the but uh I do enjoy the railroad a lot, so I appreciate your people. <laughs> oh <laughs> and been... if you enjoy uh, you know a Slurpee at seven eleven you can thank me. <laughs> I really try to reminisce. I get on a train and start eating some chow mein, and it's on. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I spill some rice down on the side and go, this is for some of my homies. That, no longer the San Francisco joke? treat, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, as long as we're talking current event things, I do want to bring up, did you guys see the story where 
they're injecting you with like a mild case of herpes and it's been shown to get rid of cancer. So good news is for you ladies out there, if you ever slept with Josh Carell, you might have <laughs> <laughs> You might be immune from cancer. Louie, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, dude, you might want to tell your sisters. <laughs> Well, the sad part is at least I I didn't go after your mom because I just got off that one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The good news is that uh, tell your sisters anything because you know at the time the uh, the crushed up rhino horn just wasn't working for Josh. Is that an aphrodisiac? Hold on, hold on, sorry, Josh. All right, but no, for real though. Apparently, they they gave this person a modified herpes virus to attack tumor cells. And the 39-year-old cancer of the salivary gland was just disappeared after it. So, I I mean, apparently it's the, the majority did not have significant changes. Three out of nine patients who were given the trial drug alone were not su- successful. Or other patients in the trial free. Uh, so, I don't know. Could be on to something. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe next they'll tell us that AIDS can eradicate fucking uh, dementia. So who knows? Uh, but Josh, you better. Well, I got. I know a president that we can test that out on. <laughs> he should be the prime prime suspect to try. Who's our president again? Now all of a sudden he starts to actually talk coherent and realize he's like, holy shit. Well, if you, if you ever see him speak, there's times where he's completely coherent, and there's then it, like an hour later he's completely tired and he's just not coherent anymore. It's like I think I, I wonder how many naps pumping a that day man that up with some sort of fucking drugs. Cocaine is happy pills or something. Hey, so, hey, Mike, what, what's the over under on how many how many naps does Joe Biden takes a day? Over under six. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> Three and a <laughs> half. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, you got you to push back the press conference. I haven't had my stanka yet. <laughs> I need to lay down. Things looked bleak for Joe, but they were even worse. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There it is. There it is. Um. All right. So, getting into uh, actually, we only got about ten minutes left, so we'll get to college football if we can. But I want to talk about something that's near and dear to everybody's heart. What is the go-to best meal when you're drunk? Like, you know, it's got to be greasy, and it's got to oh be God, talk about, terrible for you. Talk about. I don't know if Taco Bell's my go-to, man. I'm thinking like a big fucking burger and fries or pizza. Now, White White Castles, got to get you some fucking sliders, dude. Yeah, but but Josh, oh, if you remember, uh, we've we've let people know this because White Castle gives me shit. So we do chicken. You can have the White Castle burger. I'd eat the chicken, um, the chicken sliders. That, that's because you like to choke your chicken too. Oh come on! And Lou's talking about a big juicy meat in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and interrupt. And, and say, uh, so uh, in Jersey, they have these things called the uh, the, uh, the sandwich trucks. Uh, they're uh, they're right by campus, and they serve these things called fat sandwiches. And a fat sandwich is like a, a, a breaded chicken cutlet, French fries, mozzarella sticks, uh, all in a big like hoagie roll, pretty much. And you have different variations of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have different variations of it, but uh, one of those will set you straight when you drop down. I, I mean, uh, I, I, Lou, you I remember agree. back in the day uh, uh, when when we went out, Lucy Blue's Pizza. 
That fucking oh, yeah, but that gave me such pizza. bad. That gave me such bad fucking heartburn, dude. That gave me such bad heartburn. But it was so good going down, bro. Yeah, I mean you're right, and I, I Lucy Blues is. I mean, I I do love me some Taco Bell drunk, but I remember fucking. I don't know if you remember like going to McDonald's with Taylor and ordering like fifteen double cheeseburgers and fucking crushing that them and fucking on the way, twenty piece like, nuggets uh, when we got back. What's that? And the twenty piece the nuggets. nuggets. Yeah, dude. I I don't know, man. I'm I'm a big fan of burgers and fries. When I'm when I'm drunk, but either way, I'm gonna wake up with fucking either having a shit battery acid or terrible heartburn and a fucking wicked bad headache from the alcohol. It, it's like it's no good, dude. Like the problem with getting fucking drunk and eating like shit is I don't sleep good. And not only do I, like, am I tossing and turning most of the night, I wake up, I have to go to the fucking bathroom, my, my, my fucking heartburn is killing me. You, we could get away with it at, like, 23. But, like, once you start pushing 30, uh, and, and now, Mike, like, you're not fucking for, 30 anymore, bro. You're 40 fucking I'm 40 years now. old. I know. Thank you, You're an old fucking I'm 40. man. Hey, you're, you're the only one here with a grandchild. So let's not let's not talk. Damn straight. Okay. <laughs> you better make that two grandchildren. Get it right. You have two grandchildren coming up. No, no, I God have damn. two. No, not coming you up. They already grand- came out. Yeah, they already you, came you out. You have two grandchildren. Fuck. Yeah. You are going to be our first great grandpa, sixty years old in our group. Five months old. Oh, Jesus Christ. Some right there? I, oh. I thought only in Georgia could you be a great-grandparent before you turn 60. Apparently, hey. that's true on the West yeah, Side, might be. I mean, my my son's 16. <laughs> uh, so, I'm sure I'm, sure I'm going to have another grandchild with with him soon. And by that time, what, the, the youngest grandbaby, he's three. He'll be five. He'll be getting up there about ten. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe maybe fifty eight, fifty nine. I might get lucky to be a great grandpa. <laughs> oh no, who knows, man. You live long enough you might be a might be the first ever living great 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 grandfather. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Just inject yourself with that herpes virus and you'll live forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start putting bleach in my fucking veins like uh, the other president told me to. Told you to? So, I mean, in case the audience is wondering with uh, you know, Josh and, and now his multiple grandchildren and his future grandchildren. Evolution does not necessarily reward intelligence with no natural predators <laughs> within the herd. What a dick. <laughs> That was great, bro. Joe, next time I yeah. see you, your your son, I'm p- kicking him in the head in the face again. <laughs> Things That's looked bleak for Joe, but they were even. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is his name. Joe, Joe. All right. <laughs> we got about five minutes left here. We got some big games college football-wise. Uh, Michigan is at Iowa. Now, Iowa is 10.5-point home dogs, but Iowa against top five teams, the last five games against top five teams has covered the spread. I don't think Michigan's going to beat Iowa by more than six points. I, 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 if I'm a bet man, I am putting money on Iowa. I, I feel like Iowa is just like man. one of those teams. I, it's true. I have a bet, man. <laughs> I feel like getting Michigan at home, they're going to play Michigan very tough. Maryland played Michigan tough, and Maryland's defense is not very good. So I, I think Iowa is going to hang tough in that game. Uh, and then you got another big game, UK versus Ole Miss. Uh, both teams come in 4-0. Uh, so uh, Ole Miss is home favorites by 6.5 points. 
uh, do you guys do you think you guys think Ole Miss pulls it out, or do you think Kentucky's going to come in there with a win? Uh, no, I, until Kentucky can can hang with like the Ole Miss and and Georgia and Alabama, I, I don't think they're going to upset Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to beat them. Okay. Who's Nebraska? I mean, I don't, uh, I don't think Florida's all that good, and they barely got by Florida. That's true. That's true. Who's Nebraska playing? Indiana. That's at a great question. So they're going to lose Indiana? Uh, well, Nebraska's five-and-a-half-point favorites, so we'll see. We'll see so what they're going to lose Indiana? Hey, you, know, you, you know what that means, Louie? That means University of Cincinnati is 11-point favorite over Nebraska. How's that feel? Probably. I mean, oh no, I mean, it is what it is. They were eighteen. They were eighteen point favorite over Indiana, and they covered. So that means they'd probably yeah. beat the shit out of Nebraska too. Yeah, they probably would this year. Nebraska is not very good. All right, they suck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Josh tries to go. <laughs> to go fishing, but you're not going to get me on Nebraska because I don't really get shit anymore this season. Yeah, good luck. Yes, thank you. Uh, I don't know, man. A lot of good games. You got you got an Iowa State Kansas game. That's a sneak game to watch at three thirty. You got Oklahoma State at Baylor. Uh, that's that's a fun game. Uh, I even think like, well, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't think the Buckeyes cover the forty point spread against Rutgers at home. Uh, I mean, they Rutgers. only cover what one time this year. They're two and two against the spread, Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't – even last year, I don't trust the Buckeyes against the spread at all. I mean, I think they'll get up. Best, they'll kinda, uh, I mean, I think they'll go up by like 20 or 30 and then just kind of put the brakes on. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ohio State beating Rutgers like 48 to 17, but that's not 40 points. You know what I mean? Like, Like – yeah, I, I just – I don't know. Greg Schiano, who's the head coach at Rutgers, is very familiar with the Ohio State team and what they want to do, having been the defensive coordinator there. So, it, I don't know. I just – I feel like I, I'm going to make – I'm going to do a parlay. I'm, I'm going to bet – I'm going to put my bets in. I, I'm, I'm taking Rutgers there against the spread because I, I think 40 is too high of a number. I, Ohio State's very good. But 40 – if that if that number was like 28, I'd like mm, a little bit tougher. But 40, 40 is big, man. That's a big number. So, it, I just – I don't I don't, I mean, it's I don't really see it happening. That's true. It is true. You never know what's I mean, going to happen week to week. Yeah, I mean, they, the Buckeyes could shut their offense out and they'll score. They'll, they'll leave uh, C.J. Stroud in when it's like 45 to nothing, and then they'll finally take him out. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How long has Rutgers been in the Big Ten for? I feel like it's been at least like six to eight years. Ten years? Maybe ten. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. So, I mean, that means they're familiar playing each other every year, right? Yeah. Somewhat? Yeah. They're the same division. Rutgers joined uh, the Big Ten in 2014. Okay. Eight years. Hey. Did our producer just do his job? It's amazing. Yeah, I think he did. <laughs> hey, guys, slow golf clap for Joe. Woo-hoo! Sounds like you're beating one, whoever's whoever's clapping that fast. <laughs> Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more All right. We got about ten seconds left. I want to say good luck to everybody on their picks this week. Uh, hopefully uh, we avoid that. But isn't that the same thing Josh's here? last hooker said? We got 10 seconds left. But by the way. Hey, no, I'm a three-second right. bitch, dude. Get it right. <laughs> Sam poses two bets. Josh, you need to pay up on 12 hours of cage. Joe, we're still waiting on the Beyonce. And I set to pay up on the Slimer and the Edward Forty Hands. Edward Forty Hands, when I see you, Sam, in two weeks, I'll be paying that well, up. So also, uh, fan, I'll like, let you, you record know, uh, my, my two uh, bets as well. Okay. I'm putting together uh, uh, the Rocky video as well, uh, and then uh, 
Did you? I think I'm going to go ahead and start a uh, little Snapchat uh, page for us, and then we can upload okay, some of our short little videos it. on Snapchat and shit. And what about TikTok? Or TikTok? That's it. I'm old. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm Joe Biden. Um. Get right. the dick out of your mouth and speak. <laughs> We're gonna change the, the one of the one of the segment names to "Gone Hunting" instead. That's yeah. a blatant shot in the head. <laughs> Who's gonna get who? All right, guys. Well, thank you, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another Friday show. We will be back at it on Monday. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the football, and we will talk to you guys on Monday. Take care, guys. And this this was for you. We cover all bases, basic, you can't erase us Back and forth, watch where it takes us Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it Always our response is amazing All bases covered, yeah Yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather Then you know we bringing it home We cover all bases, basic, you can't